So what are the fruit of the Spirit? Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, right? Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Praise the Lord. The fruit of the Spirit. Right here, look. The fruit of the Spirit is, okay, what is it? Now you can see it. Love. All right, everybody, love. Joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faithfulness, meekness, temperance. Actually, that last word, temperance, means self-control. Self-control. And then long-suffering means patient. Patience. When you look at that word, long-suffering. Right? So, we, we, we just heard this this evening when Sharon read... She read a scripture. And what, where, what did she open up with? Let, let's go there. Let's go to John. Praise God. John chapter 16, verse 33. Okay, so I'll give, you guys can find it in your Bible. And then, Rico will put it up here. Look, these things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. Praise God. In the world you will have tribulation, but... Look, be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. When you're feeling sad, don't worry about it. Be happy. Be happy. Be happy. And he says that, look, he says that, that in me you may have peace. It's the peace of God in us. We have the peace of God. You know, it just, it's like, why, why am I thinking that way? Why am I, you know, talking that way? We have the peace of God. Praise the Lord. And then the fruit of the Spirit. We have the fruit of the Spirit. When you become a child of God, when you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, then, guess what? There's a seed that's planted in you. And then this seed begins to grow and begins to develop over time. So why, why do you think it seems difficult to have peace? What, what makes it hard 
to have peace in this world? Distractions. Okay. What makes it difficult? What about love? Is it easy to love? What's the opposite of love? Hate. People that you don't get along with. Is, is there some people out there that you don't get along with? Yeah. I mean, we, we, we all go through that. But how are we to act towards them? Yeah, with love, right? Mm -hmm. Let's go. Um, <clears throat> so we're, we're in John chapter 16. Now let's go back to verse, uh, let's go back to chapter uh, 15. Look at chapter 15. And then look at verse 1. John 15, verse 1. Right here it says, I am the true vine. Who's speaking here? Jesus. Yeah, Jesus. And my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear, what? Fruit. He takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. Yes. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Now verse 4. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me you can do nothing. So only through God, only through Jesus, only by His Spirit, by the Holy Spirit, that we can develop these fruits. Love, joy, peace, kindness, gentleness, self-control, patience. All of these fruits that we, that we mentioned. Now, so, I, 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 how many of you know how to prune a tree? Who knows how to prune a tree? Did you know that there's a, there's a certain way to prune a tree? Okay. So, how, so I, I saw your head go like this. I was reading that there is a certain way, but I don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, so like, um, if, if we went out here, you see all these trees out here? And if I said, if I, all, if I gave you all a, a hand pruner, how would you prune it? That's one of them, yes. Mm hmm Yep. Where they cross over branches. Okay, that, that's another way that to look. Uh-huh. Yes. What else? And then also, did you know that when a, when a tree, the branch is sticking out, you have to cut it at the right spot. 
Because then, then it'll heal up. It'll close and cover that wound. If you cut it too far out, it's not going to cover up and it's not going to heal. It's going to have a hard time. Because when you, when you prune a tree and when you cut it, and if, if that, if there's a wound. So when the tree is wounded, what, what's going what's to attack it? Yeah, insects, disease. It's going to cause that tree to suffer. Now, did you know that you can make a branch go a certain way also? Grow a certain way? So if there's a branch that's growing in, we don't want it to keep growing in because, like you said, everything will start to crowd. So we can cut that. We can cut another limb to cause that other branch to start growing further out. There, there, there's, 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 there's really, a, and they call it the three D's. So things to look for, like you said, dead branches. Dead branches is one of them. Anything that's dead, you cut out, take it out. And then um, anything that's, um, that, that's going down, that's hanging down, you know, because some of them, they start to grow down, you cut those out. So there, there's um, dead, down, and the other D was um, anything that's, uh, let's see if I can remember here. If I remember, I'll let you know. But anyway, there, there's certain ways to, to prune a tree, especially grapes. When grapes are growing, there's certain ways to prune it. And then if you have rose bushes too, because when you when you prune rose bushes a certain way, what happens to that rose bush? It begins to bloom and roses begin to grow from that. So just just kind of understanding this. Look, look, look what we just read right here. He says that I am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser. See, God. So, so we are like the, the tree, the branches that he, you know, he begins to prune us. Things that, that don't belong, he takes out. He takes out. Disease is a third one. Yeah, disease, yes. Good. Praise the Lord. And he takes out. Now, I don't want, to, I don't want you to actually see yourself as a tree. Instead... With all these fruit, these fruit, go back to the fruit, that, that verse, um, Rico. I want, look at it this way. So every fruit, every, every item that's listed right here is all individual of its own. So begin to, instead of looking at it as a tree, Begin to look at it as a, as a garden. Because a garden, does it just have one plant? No, there's many plants, right? And then, with all those many plants, it makes that whole garden look what? Yeah, beautiful, pretty. <clears throat> so, when we, when we remain in Jesus, when we stay in Jesus, remain in Him, what happens? He will remain in us. Okay. Yes, He will remain in us. And then, what else happens? Look at, um, 
Yeah, you, be, you, you begin to, to, to spread the fruit. You begin to grow. Let me go to, uh, let's look at the CEV here. Look at verse 5. Verse 5 in the CEV says, I am the vine and you are the branches. If you stay joined to me and I stay joined to you, what does it say after that? Then you will produce lots of fruits. Yeah. So the more we stay in Jesus, the more we stay in the Word, the more we, we, we fellowship with God and, and begin to walk in the Spirit as He tells us to, what begins to happen? Yeah. You're going to produce more fruit. You're going to love more. You're going to have joy. You're going to have peace. You're going to have patience. You're going to have self-control. All these things. You're going to begin to grow and grow and grow and grow. And then, not only that, when we come together here. Now, actually, let's, let, let's, do, let's do this. <clears throat> I want you to go to um, Hebrews chapter 10. Look at Hebrews chapter 10. And look at verse 25. Hebrews 10, 25. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God is good? All the time. All the time? Yes, He is. Amen. Look, look at verse 25. Hebrews chapter 10, 25. Not forsaken the assembling of ourselves together as is the manner of some but exhorting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. Now, go back to the beginning. I want, I want, I want to look at that right there. Not forsaking the what? Assembling. Assembling. Of ourselves together. So what, what, does, what does that word mean? Assemble. Yeah. Coming together. Right? So when you, when you put things together, it becomes one. When we come here to church, when we come into the, into, into the house of God to worship Him, to praise Him, to... To, to, to read His Word. You know, we, are, we all are bringing fruits and we're all coming together as one to make a beautiful garden. See? When I, when, when I thought, when, I, when that came to my mind, I thought, wow, I never thought of it that way. I never seen it that way. See, that's why God wants us to come together he wants, he wants to bring us together. And when we come together, one mind, one body, 
one spirit, there is so much power. Not only that, but it is so beautiful. So beautiful. That's why when we come together to worship, there's a scripture in the word that says, worship in what? In spirit and in truth. If we're all walking in the spirit, if we're all listening to the Holy Spirit, and then when we come together, when we assemble together, just think how powerful our worship is going to be. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. There's times where, you know, that worship, what happened with the walls of Jericho? Yeah, the wall came down, right? Because everybody, everybody, we're, we're all together, one mind, one body, one spirit. And when that happened, the walls came down. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Now, real quick, let's go. We, 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 we talked about uh, these fruits here. Love. Okay. Unselfish. And then we talked about the different types of love. Agape love. Phileo. Eros. And then the last one, the different types. And then we talked about joy, joy. What is joy? When things are going okay? When things are going good? No, this, this is a tip, different type of joy. Knowing, knowing that God is in control. That brings me joy. Whatever I go through, whatever I'm facing, I know that my God loves me. He cares for me. Exodus 14, 14 says what? The Lord God will fight for you. Yeah, fight your battles. All He wants you to do is do what? Hold your peace. And then we talk about peace. Long-suffering, patience, gentleness, goodness. Now, faith. What is faith? Believing in what you cannot see. Look at Mark. Let's go to Mark. Mark 11, and look at verse uh, 22. So Jesus answered and said to them, what? Have faith in God. Do you believe in God? Do you believe in His promises? Where do we find His promises? In yeah, in the Bible, in His Word. 
Let me ask you this. This is why, for me personally, let me ask you this first. How many of you make promises? Okay. How many of you ever, someone made a promise to you? Okay. Those promises, are some, you know, when, when, when people make promises sometimes, sometimes they break it, right? I promise I'll be there. And then guess what? They're not there. They don't show up. So I began to learn not to, to do that. Instead, I just say that when I'm there, I'm there. And I always try to be, I want to be a man of my word. If I say I'm going to be there, I'm going to be there. If I say I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. Have faith in God. Praise the Lord. The next one is meekness. What is meekness? What, what, what did you say? Humble. Humble, yes. Meekness. Okay, meekness is an attitude or quality of heart where a person, okay, look, right here, where a person willingly accepts and submits without resistance. A person who willingly accepts and submits without resistance to the will and desire of God. Meekness. To the will of God who submits and says, Lord, yes, I will do it. I will do it. Whatever it may cost me, I will do it. Whatever it takes, I will do it. Who did that in the Word of God? Jesus. Jesus. Remember, He says, Not my will, but your will. He knew what He was going to go through, He knew what He was going to face. But He, he says, No. He goes, Not my will, but your will. Your will be done. Your will be done. That's meekness. That's meekness. Yes, humility. Humility comes with it. We have to humble ourselves before the Lord and submit to Him. Submit to God. I believe... Um, you know, I shared this with you a lot. How, how, I, how I went from here, going this way, walking in the world, and then turning around, and then surrender to God. You know, it's like I got to a corner, there was no way I could go. I couldn't go right, couldn't go left, couldn't go up, couldn't go down. So I just submit to the Lord and humble myself and say, Lord, your will, 
not mine. And by doing that, there is so much <clears throat> to be thankful for. So much to be thankful for. Amen. Praise God. Now the last one here. Temperance. Or in other words, what? Self-control. If there was, let's say, we heard a loud boom outside. What would your reaction be? Scared? What is that? What's going on? Right? Okay. Self-control. Self-control. Being calm. Being calm. Because a lot of times, when we hear news... Okay, let, let me share this with you. I, maybe some of you heard this, some of you haven't. But um, a couple Sundays ago, a couple Sundays ago, my son, my brother, and his girlfriend, the three of them, they went and took, they went and into the rain with the razor. They drove. And it was late at night, and they always do this, and they but they always come back. But then it was 10 o'clock, 10.30, they weren't back. Then it was 11 o'clock, and they still weren't back. Did I hit the panic button? But, you know, my, my wife and I, you know, there's so many things that could have gone through our mind. Bad things. Because that's the devil, that's the enemy putting things in our minds. But we remained calm. We prayed. We said, Lord God, you know where they're at. You know what they're going through. If, they, if they're in trouble, and if they're trying to call, give them a signal so that they can call. And here, within 15 minutes, the phone rang, and it was my son. Help, help, we're in trouble. So he sent us the location. We went out there, we found him. He was okay, his, his girlfriend was okay, my brother was okay, they all made it out. Praise the Lord, praise God. See, self-control. And as a parent, when you hear news like that of your child, your children, you know, you're going to either worry, and all these things are going to flood your mind. And then after all this was over, after all this was over, I stood right here, and my son was right here. I could have said this, and this, and this, and this to him. Why, 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 why? You know better. You listen, all, you know, all kinds of stuff. But, guess what kicked in? Fruit of the Spirit. Love. 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 
and we just put our hands around him, hugged him, told him we loved him, told him, don't worry, everything will be okay. See, that's God. That's God to us. And God is a spirit. And, and, and by, his, by the, the Holy Spirit that He's given us, he, He's helping us to grow so that we can walk in the Spirit, so that we can learn these, these things that God has given us, these fruits, so that when we're out there in the world, guess what? People will see. People will see. And when they see, they're going to know, they're going to understand, and they're going to say, hey, I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to give my life to Jesus. Now, how do you develop, how do you develop self-control? How can we develop self-control? What's that? Okay, pray for it. Yes. Practice it. Yeah, yes. What else? What's that? Yes, uh-huh, pray. Yeah, pray. So, Rico, before you head out and sneak out, I'm going to bring you up here. Okay? Come here, Rico. I'm going to show an example here. Hey, Rico. Let's go. Let's go hang out. You, friends. Okay? And, um, here, why don't you have some of this? I'm going to do nothing for you. This one, you'll be all right. But what's he saying? No. Yeah. Learning to say no is one way to practice self-control. Learning to say no. Learning to say no. Sometimes things sound so good, huh? And you just want to say yes. But you got to learn to say no. You got to learn to say no. One of the things it tells you to do is to flee or to run. Yeah, run from temptation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, run, run to God. Mm -hmm. Like you, like you got, you all said, pray, 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 pray. See, when you pray, who are you running to? Yeah. God. Yeah. Run from evil. No, 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 no. But run to God. And then God will help you, will give you the strength to overcome, to, to get through all of that. Now, here's another one, is this. Learn and know your boundaries. Your boundaries. Now, I know that that's as far as I can go. I'm not going to go any further, because if I go further, then something will happen. See? How many of you set boundaries for yourself? Okay. January 1st, every year. Okay. Well, what do we call it? Resolution. Resolution. <laughs> okay. Some of us don't do it, some do. And a lot of time, people always say, I want to get in shape, I want to lose weight. I want to eat right. And then 
January 2nd, that big feast comes. And then they can't say no, but they say yes. And there it goes. There it goes. You know? Learn to say no. Set boundaries. And here's another one. Learn new habits. Learn new habits. Get rid of the old. Old. Yeah. Well, what... If I were to ask you, what, what are your habits? What, 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 would you, what would you say your habits are? Going to church, is that a good habit or a bad habit? Reading the Word of God. Praying. Love. Yes. See, learn, learn good habits. Replace the old with new because in the Bible says that old things have passed away and all things have become new. Right? I am a new creation in Jesus Christ. Praise God. Now, go to Romans. Let's go to Romans chapter 7. Romans chapter 7. Romans chapter 7. Praise the Lord. And then look at verse 5. Romans chapter 7. And then look at verse 5. For when we were in the flesh, the sinful passions which were aroused by the law were at work in our members to bear fruit to death. Look at verse 6. But now we have been delivered from the law, haven't died to what we were held by, so that we should serve in the newness of the Spirit and not in the oldness of the letter. Amen. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I wrote some stuff down here. <clears throat> and um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you some questions here. What do you think, what do you think is the most damaging source of division between people 
today? Gossip. Gossip? Okay. See, look. Look around now. Look around. There's a lot of division happening. You know, not just in the world, but also in the church. In the church. So, so you guys mentioned one. One of them is what? Gossip. Okay. What are some other ones? What's that? Money. Money, yes. Money. Miscommunication. Okay. Envy. Hate. Prejudice. Yes. What about religion? What about religion? Does, does, does religion cause division also? Yes. Yeah. Who's right? Who's wrong? Especially being a Native American. You know, they, they always say, our tradition, the way we live, where we came from, all of these things. But then the Word of God, what does the Word of God say? What about now? What, what's, what's taking place right now? What happened yesterday? How many of you went to the chapter house yesterday? You did, Martha? What did you do at the chapter house yesterday? Voted, right? Voted. Do you think that, do you think that all Christians voted for the same person? No. No. No, that causes division too, right? Mm -hmm. And so, so I found out that there's two candidates now for the Navajo Nation. One of them is who? Jonathan Ness. And then the other one is who? Boo Nigra. So one of these two that's going to lead our Navajo Nation. You know? And every, every Christian is going to vote. But I don't think every Christian is going to vote for the same person. It's going to be that division also that it's going to cause. And then also, in our state, we're going to have a, another governor Okay? And then also, in the next couple of years, we may see a new president. You know, there's, 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 all these things are happening, taking place. And there's just so many things going on. Now, when there's somebody on the other side, so let's say, okay, me and Sharon. I'll use her and I as an example. Okay? So I always tease her. Not just her, but there's other people like that work. I always say, I always say, you're president. And then she goes, it's not my president. And then, she, then I, always, I always tease her. I say, Sharon, next time you vote, vote for her. And then she goes, no. <laughs> you know? But... But there's, 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 there's that that happens. And <clears throat> how do you respond? How do you respond 
How do you respond? How do you respond to people that are different from you? Well, I mean, yeah, you're saying we should, right? We should have patience. We should have self-control. But do we always practice that? Yes. And then like, like, like um, <clears throat> Sylvia back there, sometimes you want to just, oh. <laughs> How do you respond? How do you respond? Okay. Yeah, the Holy Spirit will help us. The Holy Spirit, when, when these fruits begin to grow, the Holy Spirit will help us how we should act, what we should say. And so, so this, is, this is me. There, there's, there's people that came. One time there was, there was, um, there was this couple. They wanted to get married. And we're not a believer. One sort of was, but the other one wasn't. And they wanted to have a marriage, and they wanted to put a, they wanted to go into a teepee and then get married. How do I respond to that? How do, what, what do I say? Do I say, no, I can't do that. Because you, you have a different religion, and I believe in God, and no, I'm not going to do that. And then just walk away. If I did that, what, what's that going to cost? Yeah. And it's going to cause him to, to start, like you were saying, gossiping, right? I thought he was a child of God. I thought he was a child of God. And I prayed about it. I prayed about it. I prayed about it. I prayed and said, Lord, help me. Help me, God. And then this answer came. He said, love, love. So when I, when I ask you that question, how do you respond? We need to respond in love. 
with love, the godly kind of love. So I began to talk to them. I began to share with them the Word of God. I began to, you know, to, to, to get to know them more and more and more. And you know what happened? They both came and submitted to the Lord God and received Jesus as the Lord and Savior. See, when, when, we, when we walk in the Spirit and when we show the world how God wants us to be and how we should be, then they, they come. We can't, we, we can't say, no, 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 no. We can't say that to them. We can't. It's just, it's just amazing. So amazing. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Now, look at, look at, let's, look, we're going to go through four, four scriptures here. Go to Romans. Romans. Chapter 7. You guys are already there. Okay, let me get back here again. Now, Romans, set, uh, I'm sorry, go to Romans 5. Romans 5. Romans 5, look at verse 8. Romans 5, verse 8. Romans 5, verse 8. Okay, look up here, look. But God demonstrates His own love toward us in that, we were, in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Amen. Praise the Lord. Look. That's us. We were all sinners. But who loved us? God. And then what did He do? He saved us through His Son, Jesus. So, just because someone disagrees with us, we shouldn't fight with them. Instead, we should just love them, pray for them, and just, and don't, if they say stuff, don't open our mouth back. Just zip it. And just love on them. Just love on them. Just love on them. Praise God. You guys are still in Romans? Let's go to Romans 8. And look at verse 37. Romans 8, 37. And then I'm going to read 37, 38, and 39. Romans chapter 8, 37 through 39. Okay, look at 37. Yet, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through Him. Who's Him? Jesus. Jesus who loved us. Because of His love for us. Look, we are more than conquerors. Amen. Amen. 
Praise God. Praise the Lord. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing, look, shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Can anything separate us from the love of God? No. No. Praise the Lord. Nothing. Even the enemy, even the devil may try to step in there and try to get in the way. You know what? He's not going to separate us from the love of God. He's not going to separate us from the love of God. See how much God loves you? Praise God. Praise the Lord. And if we know how much God loves us, and if we know how much God loves you, then we should be able to show that to, to the world. We should be able to show that to the world. And if we can show that to the world, can you imagine? Praise the Lord. Praise God. Now, go to Psalms. Psalms 86. So these scriptures here that I'm giving you, I encourage you to, 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 to meditate on it throughout this whole week. Psalms 86. And look at verse 15. Psalm 86, verse 15. But you, O Lord, are a God full of compassion and gracious, long-suffering and abundant in mercy and truth. Amen. God has compassion for us. He has compassion for you. He has mercy on us. Amen. And He's patient with us. He's patient with us. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Let me look what's going on right now. This world is so much going through all this, but God is patient. He's waiting. Only God knows when Jesus is going to return. But He's waiting. He's waiting. He's waiting because He wants everyone to have a chance to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Now the last one here, 1 John. 1 John. Amen. Bless you. Praise the Lord. 1 John chapter 3 and verse 1. Behold. What manner of love the Father has bestowed on us that we should be called children of God. Amen. Therefore, the world does not know us because it did not know Him. I am a child of God. I am a child of God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Praise God. You, you see how much we can just be thankful for? I'm going to end with this right here. Go to uh, Matthew 13. 
And I'm just going to go ahead and read from the CEV. Matthew 13. And I'm going to read the first eight verses. So right here, Matthew 13, verse 1 says, That same day Jesus left the house and went out beside Lake Galilee, where he sat down to teach. Such large crowds gathered around him that he had to sit in a boat while the people stood on the shore. Then he taught them many things by using stories. He said, A farmer went out to scatter seed in a field. While the farmer was scattering the seed, some of it fell along the road and was eaten by birds. Other seeds fell on thin, rocky ground and quickly started growing because the soil wasn't very deep. But when the sun came up, the plants were scorched and dried up because they did not have deep roots. Some other seeds fell where thorn bushes grew up and choked the plants. But a few seeds did fall on ground, good ground, where the plants produced 100 or 60 or 30 times as much as was scattered. If you have ears, pay attention. Praise the Lord. Who do these seeds represent? People. People. Not just any people, but people specifically. These seeds represent people who hear God's word. People who hear God's word. If you hear God's word, if you hear God's word, there's, there's, there's four different things right here that happen. The seeds fell, and a lot of them didn't survive. Only one, one that fell on good ground. And that one that fell on good ground, what happened? It produced... Yeah. Remember that question I asked you? When you remain in Jesus, when you remain in Jesus, what's going to happen? You're going to produce more fruit. You're going to love more. You're going to have joy more. You're going to have peace of God. You're going to have patience. You're going to have self-control. All these things. Begin to grow and produce more and more and more and more in you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Father, Father, Lord God. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, we just 
come before you right now, Lord God. Help us, Holy Spirit. Help us, Lord God, that we will have ears to hear, Lord God. To hear your voice, to hear you through your word, Lord God. That we will be able to just come closer and closer to you, Lord God. So that in us, Father Lord, that these fruits, Lord God, love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, kindness, self-control, will begin to grow in us, Father God. Help us, Lord God, that these fruits to grow in us, Lord God, that those around us, Lord God, will see, they will see more of you in us, Lord God. Oh, Father God, thank you, Father God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your love, Lord God, that you love us so much, Lord God, that you gave your one and only Son. Father, Lord, we love you, Lord God. We just honor you, Father, Lord, in everything that we do, Lord God. Everything that we do, Lord God, let us honor you. In the name of Jesus, Lord God, thank you, Father. Thank you for your children here tonight, Lord God. We are your children. You are our Father. We just give you praise. We give you honor. We give you glory. And we magnify you, Lord God. In Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Thank you for coming. Thank you for being here. The joy of the Lord is my strength. 